Hello, Lara. Hello, Joe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grave Switchers. The podcast that's all about writing horrors wrongs. Where we shoot, recruit, and revive to try and make horror movies a little bit better. So we shoot a character who survived the events of the film. We recruit someone from somewhere else to see if they can make it better. And we revive someone who died and we wish didn't. Wow. First take. (laughs) We're getting so good. Yeah. Shall we get into it? Yeah. So, what movie are we talking about this week, Laura? This week we're talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know why I asked you that, because obviously I know, because I watched it with you. Yeah, you love you love playing <laughs> the role of host. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do feel like a game show host sometimes. We're doing the 1984, the original Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, have you seen it before? I don't think I have. I've seen, I definitely have watched it, but it was a long time ago and... I remember it being worse than it was. Worse as in like a worse film. Yeah, I enjoyed it more this time. Right. I I kind of, I think I might have watched it when I was really tired last time and I was tired this time as well, Um, which is obviously not the best movie to watch when you're tired. No. Well, if you believe the law. (laughs) But yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I was surprised actually about, obviously some of the effects are are dated. Uh Uh-huh. I always sound patronising. I always think it sounds patronising. Like it was really good for the time, <laughs> but um, like some of them I actually was surprised with. Yeah. Like, um, you know, spoilers for Nightmare on Elm Street, nineteen eighty-four. If you haven't watched it yet, catch up. <laughs> um, but people, yeah, like there was one where she was like rolling around the ceiling and everything. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. I was like, oh, that's pretty terrifying, actually. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I thought it, was, it held up pretty well. I did find it scary. You know, when I say I find find it scary, you know, like I'm not like, petrified, but mm. like, you know, I jumped a couple of times. Yeah, there were some jumpy bits. I think I might have squealed a couple of times. <laughs> and, you know, it's um, it's creepy, isn't it? It's a creepy idea. It is. It's a really terrifying idea, because what can you do? Nothing. And he's a, you know, he's a great villain. Yeah, so although I hadn't seen it before, I do feel like obviously I knew the basic plot. Yeah. I feel like by this point everyone does. If you don't, Freddy Krueger is a guy in a jumper with long knives for nails and a hat. And when you're asleep, he will try to kill you. That's yeah, basically... that is basically In it. a nutshell, isn't it? I have got a review that gives a little summary. Yeah, let's hear it. The story is this. A group of friends are being terrorised in their dreams by a hideously scarred madman with razors on his right hand. Has he got Pretty razors? Sure it's both. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> What's so scary about that? Well, in this dream, if the boogeyman kills you in the nightmare, you're dead for real. As the young cast, including Johnny Depp in his first film role, meets a grisly end, the sole survivor must find a way to stay awake long enough to find a way to send this deranged monster back to hell. Also, there's a reason that this deformed fiend is stalking these teens. I won't give anything away, so watch the movie to find out. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah, basically it. That's the nutshell. (laughs) Should we um, shoot some people? Yeah, let's shoot, recruit and revive. I'm pretty sure I went night first last week. You did, yeah. Go on this then. my turn. You shooting, baby. I don't know his name. It's the cop outside Glenn's house. Is that your <laughs> shoot as well? <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did my research. <laughs> you know his name. Unprepared once again, are you? How do you know which one he is? Because I just looked it up. There's a couple of different cops. 
Yeah, and I looked up the one that I wanted <laughs> and learnt his name. How do you know which one he is? Because, I, oh, you're, uh, I forgot you, you're not very good at knowing people's faces. Absolutely, I have no idea what he looks like. As in, it was about an hour into it, you go, is that Johnny Depp? <laughs> He's really young. Yeah, despite him being really young and his name coming up on the screen. I knew he was in the film, I just double-checking that was him. That's how bad with faces you are. <laughs> you know Johnny Depp's in it. And at the start, it says Johnny Depp's in it, so remind you, in case you did forget. And then it probably came up when his face was on the screen. But it still takes you an hour to realise what one is Johnny Depp. That's impressive. So, um, you know, what can I say? All we can say is, what a funny old world. <laughs> so, right, what's the name of the cop? Tell me. Sergeant Parker. Sergeant Parker. Hmm. Right. Played by Joseph Whip. Okay. Cool Whip. Whip. Uh, yeah, so Sergeant Barker. Parker. Barker. <laughs> Barker. I don't even know her. Sergeant Barker. Parker. <laughs> okay. Parker. Peter Parker. Okay, Sergeant Parker. I'm, I'm shooting him because... So at the end of the film, Nancy, the heroine, is mm. she's got a plan to kill Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Her dad is the chief of police. He's dealing with the murder of Nancy's boyfriend yeah. across the road. So Nancy's like, Dad, can you just come in 20 minutes? Wake me up. Mm. I'm on this big mission. And her dad's kind of unhelpful about that as well. He's like... All the adults are useless. In yeah. This. He delegates to Sergeant Parker. Check on my daughter, will you? <laughs> and Sergeant Parker has one job. Mm. He's standing in the street, mm. staring at Nancy's house. Yeah. And and so Nancy's dad is like, oh yeah, just let me know if anything dodgy is going on yeah. over there. Q2, Nancy screaming in the window, oh, get someone over here, get someone over here. just like, <laughs> standing there like chewing hay or some shit, just looking at the house. And then she smashes the window, she smashes the window <laughs> and she's shaking the bars and she's like, come over here, I've got him, I've got him. And then he goes, think I'll go get the sheriff. <laughs> Yeah, he's absolutely useless. Useless. You'd think he'd he'd want something to do. He's like bored, standing in the street. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I mean, I I picked him as well because he's useless. Yeah. So there's not going to be much battling on that one. I just thought. I mean, maybe it's you know there is some comedy to be had in that. Yeah, and maybe was, that's what they're going for. There was definitely comedy in the movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there are some... Some very funny moments. There's some funny lines. You know, one in particular, when she's in the bar and the mum knocks on the door and she's like, Nancy, you okay? Do you want some warm milk? She's like, warm milk? Gross. (laughs) That's got to be funny, surely. And when you think about it, it's pretty gross, isn't it? It's just like... No thanks, mum. Warm milk? Gross. (laughs) Like, it's a really random thing to be offering her if she's never had it before. Yeah, <laughs> which clearly she doesn't have it. Yeah, so then I just... <laughs> and it, it just it just makes light of the situation, you know. She's had a bad day, like her she's best like, friend's just been murdered. She's like falling someone asleep else. in the bath. Yeah. Someone's trying to kill her. Yeah, she's having like the worst time and it's just like... It's classic parents like, you think warm milk is going to help me right now? <laughs> I'm trying to fight off a killer. 
Yeah. And you offer me warm milk. And <laughs> she doesn't even like it. No. But, yeah, so I agree with you. That's who I shoot as well. Sergeant Parker. Yeah. Did you have anything, any reasons to add? No, just useless. Yeah. She's, you know, working really hard to try and... She's doing so much. Yeah. Fantasy. She's taking it all on And he's doing nothing. Okay, so who are you going to recruit? So I've got a sneaking suspicion that we're going to have the same recruit. Are we going to go have the, for the first time in all six episodes, are we <laughs> going to have the same three? Maybe. I mean, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. So I'm, I've got a backup plan in case we've got the same, because I do think we have the same, and I'm going to give it to you if you've got it, because... Mm. You knew I would have had it first. Well, because it's, <laughs> it's like your favourite film of all time. Is it not this? No? Wow, we have got different ones. Okay. Okay, well, I was... my. So you said if I don't have the same as you, I've missed a trick. Yeah, maybe. I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I've not fully hashed this one out because... Oh, well, surprise. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Lara hasn't prepared for the podcast chat. Because I was so confident that you were going to have it. Mm. That I just thought I'd say it. Yeah, and then, then I'd, I'd go off on one. Yeah, I'd let you right, take the okay. reins. So mine, my recruit is... The team from Inception. Very good. Oh, thanks. Yes, so it, and it is one of my favourite movies. I did think for a second, why do you think this movie is one of my favourite movies? Not that it's bad, maybe, but just surprising that you'd think that. But yeah, not surprising that you'd think that. Right. Oh, Which, maybe you've got my maybe you've got my backup then. Okay, well, let's go with your first one okay, first. Fine. Um, so the guys from Inception. Can I have the team, the whole team? Yeah, why not? Basically, they are really good. They could get into the dream. They could get to the root cause. Because it, at the end of A Nightmare on Elm Street, it doesn't really seem like Freddy Krueger's been dealt with. Mm. She she did try her best. Not really sure what the ending meant, but I definitely think that he's still alive. Yeah, well, he's definitely still alive. Yeah, so he's one of those... Hence the seven sequels or however many there are. <laughs> okay, yeah, true. Um, yeah, so I feel like if you get the Inception team on it, they can de- dive deep into the dream. Yeah. They can get right in there. I mean, they could do something clever. Mm. You're not sure what? And I haven't thought it out. <laughs> but you're confident they would be able to... 100%. ...figure out yeah. where he's from, like where... Where's the inception of Freddy Krueger in yeah. the dream? Who's who's created him yeah. in their dream? Obviously, he was a real character in real yeah. life, but how is he still living in the dream? And they're going to be able to go in and eradicate him. Yeah, they're going to. But that's like the opposite. They're going to do like deception. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, they can they can plant a thing that will kill him. Oh. Or you know. Yeah. But I, I get your logic. Yeah. I when I was a kid, I was having recurring nightmares. Hmm. And they were awful, and um, it was about a giant tiger that came out the back of the saving centre. Do you know what? Mine's, mine had Sainsbury's in it as well. <laughs> Mine, the saving centre is the Sainsbury's by your house. Yeah. My recurring nightmare had Sainsbury's in it as well. But it wasn't the bad bit, it was the good bit. <laughs> Sad little childhoods that we had. So in my recurring nightmare, I got eaten by the BFG, which oh, doesn't make sense. But yours had a giant in it too. Yeah. So I got eaten by the BFG... And um, then as soon as I'd start going in his mouth, I would um, get myself the same sprees with my childminder. <laughs> You're I'd be like, You were yeah, a do- I just, dovey little kid. Yeah. I, just, I guess I just, it just felt like a safe place. Uh, it was weird to, 
now that that was my safe place, but I'd be like, go to Auntie, go to Sainsbury's with Auntie Joan. And you know that you're not going to be getting eaten anymore. And that's what I used to do. I used to like train myself to go there. That's they, they kind of try and touch upon that in, in the film, don't they? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. So my, I was having these recurring nightmares about this giant tiger. And then my dad said, you like, if you know you're going to have the dream, take something into the dream with you that will help you. So one night I just took a shotgun. I, <laughs> From the kitchen? I should, yeah, well, no, like from my mind. Yeah. And I, a strange thing for a vegetarian child, but mm. I shot the tiger. Brilliant. Yeah. So the Inception crew. You're choosing the Inception crew. Yeah. They're good. You know, and also they've got the, the way of getting out of the dreams, the kicker thing. Yeah. That, that's really useful because. That is really useful. You can't yeah. rely on Johnny Depp to wake you up. Absolutely not. Useless. Mm-hmm. Can't rely on your dad to wake you up. No. Nope. Or the person your dad delegated. No, all that, all useless. So, a chair poised on a, over a bucket or whatever it is. They yeah, it's very session. clever. And it's, it's, it's a good, that's, that's probably, that's probably, that's something that you're guaranteed they would be able to sort. Yeah. Some cookers. Um, I'm going for, I'm going for a similar angle, is in that I want to try and get Freddy. Uh-huh. I definitely think you have the person that I had as a backup. Okay. Should we, do you know the name of the character that I want? Yeah. No. 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 I just. No. I don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> do you want, all right. Do you want to see the movie then? No. I want to find the name of the character. Okay. You know. I do know his name. Yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, one. one. Kevin, Kevin McAllister. <gasps> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I thought she did a great job. Yeah. In getting Freddie out. Yeah. And I know, like a couple of people died before that point, but her logic was sound. In the laws of the movie. Yeah. It worked. Her traps were okay. You should probably explain who your person is. So I'm... Because we, we yeah. had a bit of a bumble there. I always never know... I never know their surnames and you always go with the full yes. name. Yes. So I'm choosing Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Um, who, if you haven't seen the movie, he sets those traps and he basically keeps the burglars at bay um, the whole time that he's on his own until the parents get there which is what we're waiting for in this movie. Essentially, we've got a short Home Alone section where she's got Freddy out of the dream. Yeah, I liked that. And he's in the house, and she's got some traps, which do a good job, but the parents are just so useless, well, and the adults, other adults, are just so useless at coming to her aid. Yeah. That... She needs she, to do a... She just Kevin. needs a few more. Yeah, she needs a... If Kevin was there, Kevin could have done a few more bits, helped yeah. her out more... Because another, literally another five minutes would have been fine. Yeah. And then they would have all come in there with guns, shot him loads of time, no loads of unnecessary sequels, boom. Okay, um. so um, <clears throat> that's that done. Yeah. Who are you going to revive? I'm reviving Tina. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the same person? Well, I mean, we were almost, all, that's probably the... I'd say that's probably the closest we're ever wow. going to get. I know it's episode six, but yeah, I too yeah. am reviving Tina. Would you like to explain why you're reviving Tina? So Tina is the first person who dies in the film, and she is Nancy's best friend. Yeah, and she's actually kind of like set to you as like the main protagonist for the first yeah, 15 yeah, minutes yeah. of the movie. It's, it's like a mini psycho it is. thing that they've done. Or Scream. Yeah. Um... But yeah, she's only in it for the first what, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. Yeah, I really want justice for Tina because I feel like Tina's kind of the original blonde booby 
heroin mm. girl who they like bad girl and Nancy's like one of the well not the original but and then Nancy's one of the original like more well behaved brunette final girls yeah um, which I already I think that's unfair because you know Tina Nancy didn't do anything wrong what's her name Tina <laughs> Tina didn't do anything wrong but she like slept with her boyfriend and uh, Nancy and Nancy slept under a crucifix on yeah. her own and made her boyfriend sleep on the sofa yeah but like they're trying to tell us something there yeah they well well, it's kind of like the laws of the horror movies, you know. Yeah. If you if you have sex, you're much more likely to die. Yeah. Um, and this is before that. That was like, um, you know, it, it was maybe a few years later that it became like knowing tropes. Yeah. Uh, this is still like. This definitely would have fed into that. Yeah. This is yeah. like these. This is one of the movies that was like defining the horror yeah. genre. Um, I mean, times were different in the eighties because they were fifteen. Which I do think is that's young. I don't think I don't think you'd get that on screen anymore. Fifteen year olds banging. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously they're probably about thirty. Yeah, they don't look fifteen. So I was very surprised when they said that they were. Mm. But yeah, it's young, and maybe he was older, which is even worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like her. I think she's a good character. She's got a bit about her, and she didn't deserve to die. Her boyfriend was absolutely useless. Yeah. Stood there and watched her being mauled to death. Yeah, I mean, and then she, at the end, yeah. he was like, oh, "I probably could have. I, I'm sure I could have helped her." And I was like, "You definitely, absolutely could have helped her." I think when they like, he was explaining what happened. He was suggesting that he couldn't really see, which is, is possible. But she was of course, on the ceiling. I know, but we had. There's no point in doing the scene for pitch back for us because we actually need to see what's going on. Oh. But I think they were kind of suggesting that you know he's pitch black and he can't really see it. That's how he kind of explained it. Oh. And so he can just hear her screaming and he knows that someone else is there, but he, he right, can't that, see okay, it. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Because um, I was wondering, why doesn't he even tell Because he just, like, doesn't know what's going on. Um, like, yeah, like he was, when someone said, what do they look like? He was like, oh, I don't know. Why wouldn't you be like, they were fully invisible. But you know, like, when we, when we watch movies and it's pitch black in the movie, mm. it's not realistically, there's actually still, like, light yeah. shining on them so we can see what's happening. Right, that makes sense. Um... But he, regardless, he was still useless. But regardless, yeah, he. I felt like he could have done more. Yeah. But of course, if you imagine being in pitch black and you just hear the scream and you don't know what's going on, but you can kind of see her rolling on the ceiling. Yeah. Like, it is a difficult position, but I do agree that he should have done more. Yeah. And um, no one really seemed to, like, her death didn't get much attention. No one really seemed... No. ...moved by it. The only thing, of course, I've, you've kind of said it, the only thing I would add to that is that... The reason why I, I wanted to save her is because she died before she really knew the laws of what's happening. Yeah. She didn't know that Freddy Krueger had the ability to kill her in her sleep. Yeah. She didn't know that she didn't know the story. She didn't know she wasn't meant to fall asleep. Yeah. She didn't expect to fall asleep and have another nightmare. She was like, come over to our house. Yeah, she so tried we can go she to did sleep. what she could to help herself, yeah. She was like, like come over to my house, like I had a nightmare last night. I'm not expecting to have that same nightmare again tonight and die. Yeah. Whereas in Johnny Depp knew yeah, he was the laws. Idiot, yeah. He knew that he fell asleep, he died. Um, the mum was useless. <laughs> Tina's mum as well, I didn't like her. I felt sorry for Tina with her whole... She didn't really have anyone very great in her life. Yeah. Her mum just went off to Vegas or something with that boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I felt sorry for her. Yeah, so I don't feel like she got a chance. Yeah. That's like so one true. night you had a nightmare and you just think, oh, it's a nightmare. But 
Yeah, she wasn't given a, a, a good chance. Like, if I was her, I probably would have gone to sleep the next night as well. Yeah, you go to sleep every night. So the only thing we need to battle this week is Inception versus Macaulay Culkin. So even though I had both of them, I do think the Inception team is better. Because, like I said, I don't think the booby traps would work. I don't think he's like going to be that easily killable. He was set on fire twice. So you think if um, they had managed to get him for another 10 minutes, then five cops coming in with sh- uh, shotguns yeah. and shooting him isn't probably no. not going to eradicate. It might have got rid of that him there and then. Yeah. But in the long run, yeah. you think Just, you need to go to the root cause yeah. and solve it with a, with a bit of dream... Dream plantation. Dreams searching and you get to the, get the root, get the source, yeah. cut him off. Also in Inception they've got like, you know, there was a little bit in this where it's like, is it a dream? Is it real? It wasn't quite clear. Like Inception yeah. they've got their little tells. Mm. They've got, they've figured the dream world out real well. Yeah, I agree. And also they like work out how to do like uh, paradox things, you know, like with the stairs. Because Freddy Krueger was like good. Yeah, they can make the world work for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when when you're running away from Freddy Krueger and then he just, he's just back around the next corner because yeah. he's in the dream world and he's ruling it. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what to do. Whereas in, yeah, they, they kind of learn how to yeah. rule it themselves. Which is like in The Matrix. Yeah. My favourite film to drop in. Yeah. Your favourite film that you don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. But yeah, when I was trying to think of a film, I was like, I'm sure we saw a film recently where people can like manipulate what's going on. And I think it was The Matrix I was thinking of. Yeah. But in Inception, yeah, they do do that. Okay, I agree with you. Inception team. The dream team. The dream team. <laughs> um, should we read some reviews? Yeah. Okay, you can go first. So, I, I mean, although I did really like the film, I should be looking at like low star reviews, but this is a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But I just love to see the enthusiasm, really. Yeah. Um, this person says... This is the original and the best Nightmare from Wes Craven, my number one favourite slasher horror movie of all time. A Nightmare on Elm Street is very inventive. Wes Craven made a great film. It is the best horror classic film I've ever seen. My number one favourite horror film. I love, love this film to death. You can see my title, so their name on um, IMDb is Nightmare on Elm Street fan. (laughs) I am supporting this franchise. I'm a huge Wes Craven fan. I miss the director and his legacy, R.I.P. Robert England was fantastic. He did a really great job as Freddy Krueger. No one can replace him. He's the only Freddy Krueger child murderer stalking teens in their dreams on Elm Street. <laughs> He's the only child murderer for me. <laughs> Heather Langenkamp as Nancy Thompson is my favourite actress, my favourite horror heroine of all time. She's unique, clever. She put booby traps on Freddy and she fought with Freddy. I love this girl to death. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fashion. They're not even using any punctuation. They're just so excited. Great story by Wes Craven. Very smart film. If you haven't seen this film, check it out. I know a lot of people have seen this film. I love the soundtrack playing on the end credits, Nightmare by 213. A Nightmare on Elm Street is my all-time personal favourite slash horror movie of all time. I love this film to death. It is dear to my heart. It always will be. I love this film. It's my favourite. My- this- <laughs> I love this film. It's my number one favourite Wes Craven film. It is my top five Craven films. <laughs> I don't understand. How it's your favourite film, but also in your top five. So it's your favourite film of all time, but it's in your top five <laughs> Wes Craven films. <laughs> my second favourite film is Shocker. My third favourite Craven film is New Nightmare. My fourth Wes Craven favourite <laughs> film is Scream. 
my fifth worst Craven film is The People Under the Stairs. It is the best in Elm Street series. I love, love this film. Johnny Depp in his, is in his first acting role. He's awesome, unbelievable as Nancy's boyfriend. Love his performance to death. I love Johnny Depp to death. He was in 21 Jump Street in the lead role. I love him. Amanda Weiss as Tina Gray is excellent as Nancy's friend. I love the actress. I love everything about this movie. <laughs> Nick Corey as Rod Lane. Tina's boyfriend was great. Such a fan of the franchise I am. It is easily my favourite horror film of all time. It stays in my heart forever. I'm a big fan of the movie. I love all other horror movies. <laughs> all other. <laughs> I love some of the sequels. Not all. <laughs> but they love all other horror films. I love all other horror movies. Except the sequels of my favourite one-time horror movie. <laughs> um, I love some of the sequels. Not all. They're good, but three movies I don't like. A Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 will be the best one for me in the horror genre. I grew up with this movie. It is my childhood film. Oh. Some people have Hook. <laughs> some people have Wizard of Oz some people have Nightmare on Elm Street I just love the passion of that yeah very passionate he's in yeah they're into that how are they have you got anyone who hates it um I had a little couple look around there wasn't anyone that was really um really hated it no uh, well they did but you know they didn't really say it in they a very interesting way it. yeah <laughs> uh, so this one was a 3 out of 10 not my cup of tea dot 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 when I say it wasn't my cup of tea, I meant it wasn't a good film to look at. <laughs> what really put me off was when Johnny Depp's character got killed off from Freddy Krueger. His death scene was absolutely stupid and ridiculous. The bed bloodbath scene just looked like a tornado of strawberry slushy, in my opinion. <laughs> Which is, um, like, quite abstract. I wouldn't look at that and be like, that looks just like a tornado of strawberry <laughs> yeah. slushy. Like all those strawberry slushy tornadoes I've seen. Then what was even more lazy was that the character Glenn didn't appear at all after that scene. (laughs) (laughs) So after, you know, after he got murdered... And all of his blood poured out. And all of his blood came out. So obviously he was like... He is so dead. Put in like a smoothie or whatever. He's so completely dead that he's just been liquefied. (laughs) Funnily enough, we didn't see him after that. And that's really silly. Isn't it? It's lazy. It's lazy. How would you have liked to have seen him? <laughs> I would. I, that was him. Can I personally say I would not like to have seen him? I wouldn't. We did see him. The strawberry slushy tornado. That was him. <laughs> I know this isn't meant to be a realistic film, but they should have added better quality and better props for this scene. It just looked wrong. As we skip to the ending, it should have been a better ending. I don't know why they had to destroy the ending of the film. It wasn't a twist. It was just dumb and revolting. They really needed to have the character Nancy just go into the graves of her friends and leave it at that. <laughs> go into the graves of her friends. I think she means go to the graves of her friends. Now, for me, after watching this film, I actually watched this at midnight. And I honestly shouldn't have since it was so psychological that I honestly felt scratches on my arms. But really, it was just goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wouldn't consider this as the best movie I've ever seen. Because at the end of the day... It didn't give me that feeling of real horror, which I would like to have. But you just said that you thought you had scratches on your arms. Yeah. Is this all the same review? Yeah, this is the same review. This is confusing. So they're saying, not my cup of tea, but after watching this film, I honestly shouldn't have because I was basically so scared that I honestly thought I had scratches on my arm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I didn't like it because it didn't give me that feeling of horror. (laughs) Very confusing. Very confusing tea from that person. Three out of ten. And then I've got one out of ten. 
Big spoiler, not epic, very sad, gonna go cry, saddest movie, one out of ten. <laughs> so, uh, some big dumb dumb writer decided to kill Johnny Depp. You don't kill the Depp man, the Depp man kills you. <laughs> so, this movie actually zero out of ten, but big dumb dumb IMDB won't let you rate it zero out of ten. I rate IMDB minus 5,632.45 out of ten. Thank you. Sincerely, cool gig game reviews. So I've got two little ones now. Yeah. When I mean short, I mean they're really short. Uh-huh. So this one's one and a half out of five. It just says, hey, I've seen better endings than this. <laughs> That's it. Hey, I have seen better endings than this. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And then this is my favourite one. Half a star. I didn't watch it. Wrong movie I chose. (laughs) In brackets. I watched movie from 2010. And I can't delete review from it. (laughs) So this is, this is really funny because I really imagine this to be like old man Yoda. (laughs) Old man Yoda and he can't work the internet. I didn't watch it. Wrong movie I chose. (laughs) I watch movie from 2010 <laughs> and I can't delete review from it. But he's so wise that he's just, that's an awful Yoda impression, whatever <laughs> I was doing there. But he's so wise that he's just like, past his past, he's not, he's just going to let this sit on the internet as a half star review. And that's it from me. I enjoyed that one. Um, there's just one little bit of this review that I really enjoyed, which was, um, they're saying like they the standout act of the film, the standout act, however, must go to Amanda. What's her name? Amanda Weiss. Wiss. I don't know why she's asking me, Lara. <laughs> the standout act, however, must go to Amanda Weiss. Tina with the death sequence on the ceiling, over the top. Get it? And yes, a direct steal from Friedkin's The Exorcist when the devil raises Regan up to the ceiling. That is graphically and bloodily shocking whilst also technically quite fascinating. Yeah, which is I true. agree. And they say, what's that old saying? Yeah, the greatest flattery is copying. Yeah, that great, the great, great saying. <laughs> the greatest flattery is copying. Craven here with buckets of blood, obviously had barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Craven here with buckets of blood. <laughs> that sounds like a really good, uh, nice way to introduce yourself to the party. <laughs> Just Craven here with buckets of blood. <laughs> Craven here with buckets of blood, obviously had barrels of laugh. Making this movie. <laughs> Buggers of blood and barrels of laughs. <laughs> this person, um, yeah, loves puns. That's yeah. it. That's just, I just enjoyed that. And then there was also, this is just a normal review at the end. They say, P.S. I swear this street name is never addressed at all in this film. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good point. Um, I also read a review that said, how considerate of Freddy Krueger to make um, Nancy's mum's bed. <laughs> Which is so true. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, well, when they when they die and they sink into the bed, the bed's pristinely made. Oh. But, um, yeah, and I thought, that's a good point. But, yeah, they never say... I mean, I don't, I don't want horror movies necessarily to say the title or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, there was no reference that they lived on Elm Street. Uh, well, none that were that obvious, I remember. But I suppose, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, you come over to my house tonight. Where do you live? Elm Street. 
What good would that do? Um, this one says, I adore Fred Krueger. Sure, this may not be a great topic to bring up, but I just love the character of Fred Krueger. He comes off as one of the best sympathetic villains in film history to me. The synopsis of when we, we watched it on Amazon, mm. and the synopsis said he was a paedophile before he was this murderer. Although they, that's actually not... He's a child murderer. Yeah, well, that's all they say, child murderer. I don't murder. know where Amazon got paedophile from, but even still, I don't think he's a sympathetic villain. No. He's a child murderer at best. <laughs> a child murderer at best and a paedophile at worst. Yeah. A paedophile child murderer at worst. Yeah. Michael Myers is too much a mystery for me to understand. Jason is just Michael on steroids. And Cropsy, though sad, is too mean to be truly appreciated. He's Cropsy. I don't know. Uh, Freddy, though, he has so much going for him. In the TV series, Freddy's Nightmares, the first episode shows him as a living human being. He always comes off as being a bit crazy slash depressed to me. Being a total creep, yet still likeable. <laughs> In every movie, he had an amazing body language that just screams that he is cocky, confident, and ready to tear up everything in his path. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got any more reviews? Nope, that's it. And that's, I think that's it for me. You know my name's Joe, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm actually Joe from S Club 7. So. <laughs> is there a Joe in S Club 7? <laughs> yeah, she's one of the only ones left. Oh, the girl, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I never had a dream. <laughs> anyway, I never had a dream come true until I was ripped apart by you. And even though you jump a sheet and your nails are long, you'll always be my Freddy. I never found the way to stay awake. I needed the Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's just a real strain on the other vocal cords. On the other vocal cords? Yeah. Is it? Neither did Johnny That's easy, honey. Is it? Yeah, fucking hell. Wow, I'm going to give it something. I never had a dream come true Till I was ripped apart by you And even though you jump a sheet And your nails are long You'll always be my Freddy I never found the way to stay awake And neither did Johnny Depp And I know no matter where his dreams take me to You'll always bring me warming First take. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so good. I don't think anyone's going to know S Club 7 anymore. It's quite a niche. Yeah, especially not all those girls. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. A niche moment in time for people in England who are our age. That one goes all to the S Club 7 and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fans. <laughs> How many of those are there in the world? I think they're all sitting in this room. I wouldn't even call myself an S Club 7 fan. I wouldn't even call myself a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. <laughs> but anyway, but it was good. Yeah, very good. Very and good. they were good while they lasted as well, so you know. And I think that's us done for another week. Yeah, uh, you're not going to ask me how I would have coped 
How would you have coped in this situation now? Because <laughs> I, I want you to ask me because I want to say that I think I would have coped really well, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you never asked me when I would do well. Yeah. So I thought I should... To be honest, I know you do well because I can't get you to go to bed anyway. Yeah, and you know who would do really badly? Me? Yeah. Yeah. You're a big fat Glenn. Yeah, but... But you would wake me up if I was having a nightmare, because you do. I do wake you up all the time when you're having nightmares, and you... I'd let you roll round the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) You 100% would. Whenever I'm in crisis in the middle of the night, you are dead to the world. Just be quiet, Lara. I don't care who's coming to get you. I don't care if you're on the ceiling. Just be quiet. Yeah. No, of course No, that is... Do you remember that time... I brought this up to you recently. We were out one night. I slipped. I hurt my back. I was a bit drunk. So I went to sleep thinking I was fine. Woke up the next morning. Couldn't move. Mm. I thought I was... thought that was it for my back. So I was like making some sounds of discomfort because I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> and you <laughs> didn't even... Didn't say a word. You looked at me like you wanted to murder me. Got out of the bed. Went and sat on the sofa. And I couldn't get out of bed. I had, to, I had to roll onto the floor and crawl <laughs> along the floor of your mum's house and ended up in A&E. You didn't crawl to A&E. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, your mum took me. Yeah. Yeah. So you were useless. And also that time we were in Cuba and you threw a cockroach at me. <laughs> lies, 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 lies. <laughs> the cockroach landed on the, on the bed duvet and I threw the bed duvet in the air and At it me. didn't, no, in the air and the cockroach flew to the other side of the room and didn't land on you. It did. You threw it right at me. You didn't even tell me. You're useless in the middle of the night. You would have definitely done a Glen. On next week's episode, we talk about all the things Lara's shit at. <laughs> Just give me this one. I'm really good. The one thing I'm good at, staying awake. Staying awake, you're great at. Yeah. You would survive this horror movie and I would be dead. We've got some festive ones coming up now. Yes, Christmas next week. Well, <laughs> Christmas Christmas time begins for us next week. So Yeah, we're going to do... Um, don't tell them what we're going to do. We're going to do Christmas ones. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're getting from now. Yeah. So, yeah, next week, Christmas starts. Um, We've got three Christmas movies getting up. Guess them in the comments if you like. Yeah, and if you guess better ones than we've chosen... We'll change it. Yeah. And say that you're right anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let us know on Instagram and just come and chat to us on Instagram anyway because we always want to hear your shoot recruit revives. And our Instagram is at Graveswitches Podcast. Think you can do better? Comment. <laughs> Comment below. Comment below. <laughs> Hashtag Graveswitches Podcast. Um, but yeah, that's it, isn't it? That's everything. Yeah. So we'll see you next week for something Christmassy and special. Until then, happy grave switching. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. And Merry... No. <laughs> going to do that for the next three weeks. You just okay. said Christmas starts next week. So <laughs> okay. you're going to start Merry Christmas now. Happy grave switching. Happy grave switching. Bye. Bye. Bye.